We live, we're live. What's going on, my good people? October 6th, good Thursday. Hope you're having a good morning. We back at it again, another episode of the Man to Man Pod. I'm one half, I'm Antoine Bethea. I'm got the bus gonna be tapping in with it shortly. But again, man, what's up? Beautiful Thursday. Um, slow news day to day. Slow news, but you know, we're gonna make it happen. Some great dialogue. Tap into this dirt Thursday night football. <clears throat> our Indianapolis Colts, Denver Broncos. We're gonna see what our Colts can do if they can bounce back. Jonathan Taylor's out. Um, see what the team can do if they can rally. And get a big win coming off a short week. We're going to talk some Aaron Judge, Barry Bonds. Um, we're going to talk some LeBron James, you know, coming off um, <clears throat> their preseason game, last exhibition game last night, press conference he was talking about. Um, obviously, um, said it before, his interest in wanting to own a team and owning a team in Vegas. So we're going to get you guys' thoughts on that. <clears throat> obviously, our opinions. Um, D. Buck, you know, made some comments earlier as far as Trayvon Diggs, um, Patrick Sertain, the young Patrick Sertain, as far as cornerbacks playing well in the league right now. So, obviously, you're going to touch on that. Um, again, slow news. There's some things we can talk about all football. We can talk basketball as well. So, again, man, tap in with us. Appreciate y'all joining in. And, um, shit, catch me on the other side, baby. God, Molly Moore, what it do? G.I. Joe, it's popping. 702 Thug Life, Javier, Aiden. Appreciate y'all tapping in as always in the comments. Um, G.I. Joe and my Hornets fan. No, not at all. But I am going to say this. Um, when I first moved, I'm, I'm obviously I'm in Charlotte. When I first moved out here, it was ugly. Um, I had season tickets out there. Rarely went to the games, but I can say now that the team is most definitely um, more excited, more exciting to watch. I'm not a fan, but I do appreciate the growth of the team and where they at right now. Um, TC two ten, what it do? What's up? morning or oh, northern cali it's early out there seven o'clock appreciate you tapping in um man let's just let's jump into it man i think one thing i i love history right <clears throat> history of sports um i like to see you know records get broken uh, we talked about it once before i think it was just tied and I don't think we, you know, yeah. So now Aaron Judge, he launches a 60-second home run. He sets an AL single season 
record. So salute to Aaron Judge, man. That milestone, um, not too many people playing the sport has been able to, to, to do that. Um, but, you know, it's, it's some, I'm not going to say controversial, but everybody has their difference of opinion, right? Um, again, Aaron Judge, monster, right? But then we go and just talk about, you know, the history of the game um, and what, you know, what's been, you know, what's just the history of the game, right? And just where it was that, I would say like in the early 90s when we had Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, um, Sammy Sosa. And I, I can't even front. Like, that's when shit was – like, you was tuning into that. I don't care if you was a, a baseball fan or not. Like, you was tuning into that every time Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, Barry Bonds played, right? So, you know, you have your um, – Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa with the, the PEDs and the steroids um, and tarnishing, you know, that whole um, majestic feeling of, oh, these are what these guys were able to do. Um, and for the for the listeners and watch people that's watching, um, you can see here just like the home runs, right? Barry Bonds, obviously, he got the he has the title at 73. Mark McGuire hit 70 and 98. Sammy Sosa hit 66 in 98. Mark McGuire, again, 65 home runs in 99. You know, so, again, you know, you got a, a lot of people just talking about, like, hey, Aaron Judge is the real um, home run king, right? Being that, you know, he, he didn't have to take steroids or the PEDs. I want to get everybody's opinion on this, like, do you discount Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa again? And Tone, I would love to get your your opinion on this because you are a baseball guy. Um, and for me, it's like, and again, I'm just who am I? I'm just I ain't nobody. But I understand what steroids does for you, right? Makes you stronger. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Ball out the motherfucker <laughs> park. I get it. There was help with your hand-eye coordination. You still yep. have to be able to have that ability, the curveball, the breaker. Like you still have to have that ability to stand in that box and connect. I agree. I uh especially during the steroid era, too, a lot of pitchers were on steroids to help them recover faster obviously that made them throw strong throw faster too as well so um to me barry bonds is always gonna be the home run king until someone hits 74 home runs but uh what aaron judge did potentially clean i don't i mean he hasn't tested positive for anything um but it, it is incredibly impressive in this day and age especially since he led i think in rbis like i think runs and a bunch of other categories as well so um it's definitely up there in the Bonds-ish type season. Uh, but for me, Bonds is, is the home run king. Nah, nah, I, I respect that. I respect that. D-Buck, man, what's your, what's, your, what's, your, what's your viewpoint on this? What's good, man? Good morning, good morning. Uh, I mean, Barry Bonds, he, he's definitely the home run king, obviously. But Aaron Judge, what he's done 
you know, potentially. I don't know. Did he get the triple crown tall? Um, I, know. I know it was tight. Let me, okay. let me double check, make sure. Okay. But, but, you know, getting close to getting the triple crown, hitting 62 in an era where pitchers are dominating it. Y'all still see me? Yeah. Yep. You still got me, AB? No, you good. Oh, you good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. In a, in a, in a, in a pitcher dominated era. Uh, with Aaron Judge doing on his contract year, all I'm thinking about all that shit, man. I, 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 it's more impressive to me than what Barry Bonds did. I'm gonna be honest with you, because we we were we were it was must see TV. Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, and boys was knocking out the yard every night. So Aaron Judge, what he's doing now is more impressive to me because you gotta think that it's clean. Um, but Barry Bonds is still the home run king because, like what Tone said, pitchers were on that juice too, and it was just a different era. It was a whole juiced up era. So um, Barry Bonds home run king, but but what Aaron Judge has done with that bat has been the most impressive thing that I've seen, at least in the highlights. I haven't been watching as much as those other guys, but you, so you you said what he's been doing with the bat is the most impressive thing that you've seen. Like Barry Bonds, what he did with his bat, that shit won't impress him. I mean, it was. It was, but it's like, I mean, it's like you run track and like you guy with the dude from Canada, Ben Johnson. Like if he let's say he had all the records and like Usain and he he did all his clean, but Ben Johnson was still running faster, faster times. Like Usain's shit would be more impressive to me. Um and obviously Usain he's clean and has run unbelievable numbers, but I'm just saying if it was switched, yeah, the guy that's clean, or we gotta assume at least that it's clean. It's going to be more impressive than me because we played a game where you played for 14 years. I played for nine years in the NFL and steroids and all the other shit is not as rampant as it was in other sports. But, you know, cats that are on shit that ain't, that's giving them a different edge. And then, you know, guys, you know, maybe teammates. You say, OK, this guy, I know this guy clean. Well, I got a good idea this guy's clean and I know this guy ain't. The other dude is going to be more impressive. You know, that's just that's just how I see it as an athlete. Um, if you do cheat in any other way, that does knock you down a notch in my book. But the numbers are the numbers. The error was the error. But uh, Aaron Judge, yeah, I would say that's good. If nobody breaks it in the next 10 years and I'm talking to my kids, I'm going to say, yeah, Aaron Judge, that was the most impressive thing I've seen done with a bat. But that's would, just I, me. You feel in, 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 interesting. I, so so, so the, the one thing I love to say when, when we talk about Barry Bonds is uh, Barry Bonds was like, the, I believe, the first 400-400 athlete in baseball. Um, so 400 steals, 400 home runs. Did that all clean before basically everybody started assuming he was on steroids. He already had like four MVPs already like and he had lost two MVPs to guys who had later tested positive for steroids. So he really probably should have like six. So it's just like when the best player in the you world think Barry got to the steroid game late. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, well, I, I, I believe I that's. I, I didn't mean to cut you off, John, but yeah. isn't that rumors why he got on steroids? It was like, yo, like, <laughs> yeah. like, yo, like, I'm doing all of this and I'm clean, and these, these guys that's on steroids, they're getting the pub that I really should be getting because I am, and. It, if, if I'm not misunderstanding, that's what I kind of heard. Like, yeah. Memphis was like, that's the one of the reasons why he assumed, yeah, so, assumed that he so, – So he, he, he lost an MVP to, I think, Ken Caminiti and Jeff Kent. Both of them later tested positive for steroids. One of them was his teammate. He had better stats then, too. And then right after the McGuire-Sosa thing, basically, like, they got all the pub. I think he was just like, you know what, I'm, we're going all in. Like, so – 
I mean, interesting take. You know, it's just one of them things that I, you know, I've been listening <laughs> to. And for one, I'm like, it's 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 a not to no knock on Aaron Judge again. Like what he's been able to do is it's that shit is incredible. Again, betting on himself. Um, you he know, did bar- he did barely miss the triple crown. He he had he was off by uh, point point four or point oh four. Bad average. Yeah, batting average. So I mean, like again, what he's what he's been what he's done this year is impressive. But it's just you know I'm hearing I love to get just different opinions of um of what guys think. So, so if you, if if you go back and obviously you had a great career, if you go back and you can do you can get on you can bump into some shit that you know you ain't gonna piss dirty you're gonna be good, but you'll say hey I'm gonna I make. 2x, 3x what I made in the league. You played 14 years, so I don't see you playing much. You ain't playing 19, 20 years of DB, but would you do it? Okay, so you're saying I'm going to take this shit. I'm not going to get caught. I ain't going to piss dirty, and my play is going to elevate? Yeah, you're going to recover faster, be More. faster, hit be harder. Faster. Hand Focus. eye coordination, boys. You fight. <laughs> Book my, book my flight. But you're going to know. <laughs> book my flight. You're going to know you cheated. Book the my game. flight. Yeah. We all, we all, we, shit, we all been in class <laughs> looking over, <laughs> looking, we all like, come on now, like, book my flight, man. I mean, that's what, that's what a lot of dudes did in the steroid era. They did steroids for like two years. They went from hitting 20 home runs to hitting 50 home runs, got a big contract, and then the next year they hit 15 home runs. So deep, so deep, so deep. I'm gonna pose a question to you that you just asked me. AB wouldn't do that. Don't listen to him, y'all. <laughs> man, book my flight, man. What a doc at, bro. <laughs> Shit, book my flight, man. What are you talking about? I'm on. A... Yo. Come on, man. I'm out there flying around. Shit, stronger recovering. Tuesday, you you back to a hundred. I'm back a hundred percent. Like I'm in the I'm in the jump squad three seventy five at the Monday night game. Man, book my flight, man. Stop playing with me, man. <laughs> I don't believe you, man. But now nah, I wouldn't do it. You ain't got to ask your question. I wouldn't do it, man. I hear you, man. I hear you. I understand. I wouldn't, I wouldn't cheat the game. I wouldn't cheat myself. <clears throat> Shit, you ain't cheating the game. Shit, you you getting up? You in the weight room every day? You still you watching you watching film, you know what I'm saying? Like you you paying it forward to the young guys. You you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I mean, you gotta assume it's it's, it's a few guys in the hall that that you know that did it. But you know, it man. is what it is. It's one of those things, man. I, like you said, it's different eras, and based on what he did in this era, where it's tough to do. That's the only reason I would give him the. Edge, but once again, somebody asked me who hey there's who's the home run king? Barry Bonds, hands down, is the home run king, without a doubt. Definitely. Man, it's and funny, they- though. It's funny we talk about this, right? So my DB coach in um in college, he played in the league for 13 years. And um, we would he would just have these different stories where I'll be in the in, in the office watching film. He'll just be telling me like just different stories as his his career. And he was just talking about back in the day how guys, you know. Um, they would have jobs in the offseason, like real live nine to fives in the offseason. Yeah. And, you know, he played corner and he was a tall, linky corner, 6'3", 170 some pounds, right? And he was like, man, like, 
I'm doing everything in the motherfucking offseason. Like, I'm eating, I'm working out, I'm lifting. But my little ass just can't get, get <laughs> gain no weight or get bigger. Yeah. And then he was like, then I'm coming back, you know, once it's time to, to get ready. I'm looking at all these motherfuckers in the locker room like, yo, like, like what they doing that I'm not doing? Hard yeah, work. He like, so enough, he found out. He was like, man, they just had that. The one thing that they was doing, he wasn't doing, was just going to that doctor. What I'm like, but then I just think like right there, it just like goes, it plays with your mental, like shit. Like these motherfuckers doing it. Yeah, not saying you're gonna be a leader, but it's like it's one of them things. Like, mm-hmm. I can't let these guys have that upper hand on me, but it's interesting though. What's going on with this connection. Spectrum. I couldn't hear, I can't hear you now. Hold on. But um I don't know. You can still hear me. Let me get a thumbs up. You can hear me, though. All right. Well, you can still hear me. Yeah. I... Look, man. I get it. And maybe if I'm in the locker room and it's it's different like that, I know everybody doing something. You look. You line up across a guy. You know, hey, he on something. But I'm lying. Like in the NFL, I ain't really feel like. I ain't feel like a lot of guys was on that. It shit was like some guys like that. People were doing. I ain't gonna say no name. Things, but I felt like I was good enough. I felt like I could get it done, all natural. So, I got out the mud, man. I do it again. I wouldn't say a hundred times over, but at least twenty times over. No, <laughs> oh, there it go. AB said, "Book the flight." Book the flight, man. What you talking about? Hold on, let me try to get this uh this connection. Kick me, kick me out real quick. Let me try to figure it out. Get me out of breath. G.I. Joe, A.B., D.B., what is your longest lingering ailment from your football days? Great question. Great question. I would say mine would be I, um, man, I, I dislocated hyperextended my elbow um so that you know to this day my <clears throat> I can't um uh, my elbow I can't straighten my arm all the way and then um I would say my lower back I had some um like some lower back issues and here and there you know I, it get it gets tight on me so I would say those would be the two um shit man these turf toes is mean too i know <laughs> i did two add two turf toes so it's a couple couple with me but i mean i think for me though it's just staying on top of it daily and um and not and not forgetting what is happening that's a good question though gi joe um Well, uh, Molly Moore said, Groovy said he never paid attention to those guys. That's why he never used Roy's. Um, yeah, man, but that's just an interesting question that I um, I wanted to pose a deep butt and to uh, to you guys that's, uh, that's in the comments and that's able to um, – <laughs> That's able to uh to respond in the chat. But um, but yeah, man, but again, man, shout out to Aaron Judge, man, what he's been able to do, man. Hell of a season, like we said, him betting on himself, turning down that big contract, and then coming out here 
and having a monster, monster, monster year. Um, so only can imagine him and his representation hollering at the Yankees, knocking on that door, pulling the pulling backing up that Brinks truck. <clears throat> so we got some um uh... oh shit, my fault. You good? Yo, yo, yo. You got me? Yeah, man, I hear you. I hear you got that spectrum rocking. <laughs> um, before before we um jump into this to this football man another so we got the basketball exhibition games coming up well coming up they playing um lebron then play last night and um after the game he was talking to the press and uh lebron james so um Adam Silver, hey, I, I want that team. I want to bring that team to Vegas, man. And it was um yeah, he said that directly to him. He said his name. So obviously Adam Silver was not there. Um and, and LeBron said that, you know, in the interview as well. He was like, Hey, I know at some point Adam Silver, he he hears probably all um interviews that goes on within the nba so i know he's gonna hear this so he was like adam mm -hmm. so i i, I want to bring a team to vegas you know what i mean um and it's interesting so if y'all don't follow, follow joe papliano on twitter man he does some great threads yeah uh, just as far as the business of sports and people in the business of sport and he did a thread on lebron as far as um his past past years just the move that he's made to really get into the into this position to be able to possibly um bring a franchise you know what i mean so mm -hmm. and that, that that thread was was perfect you know what i mean just the just the moves that lebron and his team has been making um to be in this position but you think uh you think brown be able to do this make this move yeah i think uh he obviously can't do it while he's playing, I don't believe. I think it's some type of rule in place. That's why MJ had to do – he had to come back and play. But, yeah, hell yeah. Like you said, that, that Joe Pump thread, and I love those threads. But, uh, you know, Bron has been a great – shit, just as good as a businessman as he's been a player on the court. So, he definitely will be in that position to bring that team to Vegas. I think Vegas would be a great spot to have an NBA franchise. Already got a WNBA franchise, the uh, champs right now with the Aces. Yeah. So um that'd be dope, man. Um yeah, that'd be real dope. And obviously to see Braun do it, that 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 just seems like the next step for Braun. Obviously, we see MJ in there. And uh is MJ still the only black owner in NBA? Definitely majority owner. I think like black only black majority owner in the NBA, at least I can think of right now. So I would love this. I would, I would absolutely love it. So I hope LeBron pulls this off and him putting it out there. I think it's inevitable at this point. You know, I can yeah. see him playing another two, three years maybe. But, um, yeah, I can see this being his next move. And I like that he's putting this in the works. And then also putting that public – I don't want to call it pressure, but public nudge on uh, Silver as well on the commissioner. How you yeah, feel about So we, should, we got the video right here. Let y'all take a, take a lesson. Here I'm, I'm 
I'm a local guy. Um, you talked about wanting to have an NBA team in Las Vegas. You came here. I remember played against the Warriors. And tonight, you get a lot of love. They love you out here. What's your thought of the atmosphere when you come out to Las Vegas and just, you know, how the, the fans respond to you out here? Oh, it's wonderful. It's the best uh, fan base in the world. And uh, I would love to uh, bring a team here at some point. That would be amazing. Um, and I know Adam is uh, in Abu Dhabi right now, I believe. That's where they're at right now? Yeah, with the Bucks in, in, in uh, Atlanta. So, but he probably sees every single interview and transcript that comes through from NBA players. So, I want the team here, Adam. Thank you. Last question. Hey, <laughs> I want the team here, Adam. Thank you. <laughs> hey, I ain't mad at him. Nah, not at all, man. I think, shoot, I think you get it done. Got you. All that revenue he done brought to the NBA for the last twenty years. He's been a face of the league for two decades. That's yeah. That's that's the right move. That's the next move. Mm -hmm. Shit. That's it. Just continue to grow his his legacy, man. Yeah. No, I like to see. I like to see more in in basketball news. Warriors Draymond Green faces possible disciplinary action after altercation with Jordan Poole per report. Uh, I was uh, reading up on this. Say they got into a little scuffle and then, you know, Draymond threw a little threw a little punch or whatever the case may be. Say Jordan Poole been, <laughs> been smelling himself a little bit. Smelling himself a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, as Dray, Draymond, one of the leaders, you know, hey man, pipe pipe down, man. Like let's 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 handle, be able to handle success. You know what I'm saying? Let's yeah, I ain't, I ain't touch, I ain't touch shit, Tom. <laughs> let, let let's handle success. You know what I mean? But hey, I, see, man. I don't see nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I see, I see something wrong with punching. Oh, you don't know how it went down, but you don't know how it went there. Obviously, this Draymond team, uh, he been there for everyone. What four championships now? Four chips with the team. I think is the unquestioned, uh, you know, leader in that locker room. So this is kind of, I guess, some 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 um, house cleaning, as uh, as coaches and vets would call it. So um, we don't know. We, Jordan Poole obviously been acting a little different, which you know you expect. He's earned it. He about to get that check, about to get that bag, which once again he earned. So you know people gonna start moving around a little different, and maybe it was something. That was brewing based on some reports that I saw, but uh, I would be interested to hear um, what Draymond got to say about it on his uh, on his pod. Hopefully, he talks about it on his show, New Media. But uh, Poole reportedly scored on Draymond and called him a triple single. <laughs> I don't believe that shit. Man. I don't believe that shit. That's, that's not like one of the ball sack reports. Uh huh. No, don't let him get you though. But, but like G.I. Joe said, man, we got to check them egos at the doorway. I like it. Fuck that, Jordan Poole. Talk your shit, man. But it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting to see what, what Draymond got to say about this, man. But, hey, we got we got football tonight, man. We got football tonight. We got our mob on prime time tonight who need to get some we, – we've we been smelling ourselves too, and, and the shit been stank. That out here in Indy, I'm in Indy right now, and uh, Broncos been struggling too. 
They're three and a half point favorites at home against our Colts. Uh, no Jonathan Taylor, he got ruled out. No Shaq Leonard, he's out. No Julian Blackman, he's out. So missing some big time, big time players and leaders, man. Um, what you looking? What 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 what, 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 what you think we get tonight, man? Prime time, man. I don't know. Short week. Um, sometimes these these this could be a good thing. You know what I mean? Where coming off a short week, you know, you forget about you know um, Sunday's game. You're able to, you know, and you're traveling too. So sometimes I, I would like these situations. Obviously, you you hated that, you know, your big names are out. But for the team, for the morale, hey, we can put that that game behind us so we can just get back on the field and we can, you know, we can play better. So I'm interested just to see how the team reacts, right? Where, mm-hmm. again, Jonathan Taylor is out. You know, he's been the bell cow early in the season. Um, I think top five leading rush in the league right now. Um, so with him missing, you know, what do you do? You know, um, I the think team. they may be bringing Lindsey up too, Philip Lindsey, the former Denver Bronco. Former, yeah, former Denver Bronco defensively. You know, two of your, your top guys are, are out. Mm-hmm. So how does the team respond, man? I think that's the biggest things. Like, like where, where they sitting at in the, um, you know, one, what? One, two, and one right now, you know, it's all about the response from the coaches to to the players. And we'll see a lot about just the character in that locker room, the character in the team on how that team, I feel as though, how the team comes out and responds tonight. Yeah. And it, and shit, it, it's for the world to see, you know, the primetime games, you know, yeah, you get up, at least me, I used to get up a little more for the primetime. You know, everybody's watching. Every, every People who don't follow you, people who do follow you, uh, people who just like football, uh, the, the, the people support you, the people that are hating on you, it, it's primetime. Everybody's going to be watching. Most players, coaches, et cetera. Um, so you definitely want to make a statement. Most importantly, you want to win the game. You want to play well. You want to win the game. So a road win. Uh, will mean a hell of a lot for this team getting that stink off. Like I said, you're coming out of that first quarter of the season. Well, I think everybody in that locker room from staff management on down would say it was disappointing and not how we wanted to start. But unfortunately, that's not – that's pretty much commonplace in, in Indy. You know what I mean? For the last few years as far as starting slow, and then they've picked things up as the season has gone on. So hopefully uh, this is the start of that, man. I think number one – First and foremost, obviously Denver got a tough, tough defense. They gave up, um, you know, 30-something points to the Raiders last week. They gave them their first win, but tough defense up front and on the back end. So, first and foremost, we got to block. We got to block them up up front, O-line. Like, we like we got to bring our lunch pail. We got to play like the, the how we expect this O-line to play. Matt Ryan got to take care of the damn ball. And then we're going to have to spread it out. Somebody else going to have to contribute. You know, Naheem Hines got to get involved early and often with Jonathan Taylor being out. Um, the receivers are back healthy. Pierce made, made some plays. Um, Michael Pittman made some plays. We got to make plays, man, defensively. This is not – we can't let this be the game where Russell Wilson looks like Russell Wilson four or five years ago or three years ago. So let's get this stank off us in prime time. Gotta please, huh? Got They gotta respond. I mean, it's yeah. You got to now. 
Also, you look at the, we talk about the players a lot, obviously being former players. But you're looking at this coaching staff. You're looking at the head coach. You got to have your guys ready to go on a roll in a short week and get a win because the, the, the noise is loud on the outside of the building. And at some point, it gets loud enough to where it starts to seep inside and maybe some self-doubt starts to creep in on that team. You got an outspoken owner with Jim Irsay. You know, at some point, it's only a matter of time until, you know, he have one of his days or nights where he's sitting out in front of that plane mm-hmm. <laughs> start speaking his mind. So, nah, well. hey, it, it, it's time. It, it's time right now tonight, man. Three and a half point dogs on the road, man. How you see this one shaking out, though? Mm. I don't know. I still don't know yet, man. It, mine's going to be a... um. <laughs> what time is 10 35 i still got a couple more hours man um have a game time decision uh i think it's gonna be close to it man um i i just think that jonathan taylor shaq leonard um julian blackman julian blackman um again having to and I, like you said naheem hines i think he can come in and can have a have a good game for him. Um, like you said, Philip Lindsay probably be up. You know, I, I like the I like what he can do as well. So, you know, guys stepping up, next man up, as we always talk about. I don't, don't know, don't man. It's just, it's tough. You don't sound too confident though. Nah, nah, I'm not. I mean <laughs> you don't sound too confident. We it, it ain't like the Broncos are necessarily a jaggernaut, you know, time football team like you know y'all are, but it's no, tough, man. It's, it's a tough one. It's a it's a tough one right now for me. So go ahead, then. Just go ahead and say Broncos. You got the Broncos when you got the Broncos covered, man. That's what it sounds like to me. Nah, nah. If that's what it was, you know. I'd definitely be like, look, man. I, I ain't. I'm not. But like I said, it's gonna be a, a game time decision for me. Who you got? Oh shit! I thought you were about to just blurt out an answer or something. The way I thought you was. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm going my heart, man. Not the smart thing to do. Going my heart though, man. Coach, 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 respond. Yeah, every respond gets another AFC West opponent. First, last time it was on the road. This time it'll be. I mean, last time it was at home. This time it'll be on the road in Mile High. Yeah, we go up there and get a win, man. Start week five off right. Colts now, win. Colts cover plus three and a half. So, D-Buck, if you came into my locker room, right, if I was like, hey, D-Buck, man, I want you to come to Newport News, Virginia, and give my, um, you know, give my young guys a boost, man. And if you, and if, and if you gave them, if the, if, the prep, if the pep talk was like what you just said as far as a coach winning tonight, I'm never inviting you back again, my guy. I'm, hey, he's I'm never inviting you back. You gotta, you gotta be self motivated. You gotta get your. We we know what's on the line, man. We we know what's on the line. We you know, and shit. Nah, I ain't gonna say that. But we know what's on the line, man. You know, it, we we we've been evaluated every day, um, by everybody in that building, and then every week by shit everybody else. So this is an opportunity. It's prime time. Everybody's gonna be watching. Um, 
So yeah, this opportunity to respond, man, and, and not only show yourself, but show everybody else. Like, all right, you know, we started off this way. The expectations were high coming into the season. And even without some of our top dogs, we're going to come out here and find a way to get a win. So I ain't a pep talk guy, but get it done for me, coach, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all have my um, – so I'm going to put my little graphic out around five. So I'm going to shoot you a text and let you know who I got. Got any touchdown scores? I think um, I think Melvin Gordon. Okay. You're going to have to get more carries, but I hold on that Taylor. Yeah, I mean, you know, they – you know, one two punch. Jamal, Jamal Williams, he's out. Yeah, um, Javante. Javante, yeah. He, he he's out for the year. Um, who else did they bring? Is it two six? Boone. Boone. Who's gonna get in the end zone tonight, though? Is Sutton gonna get in the zone? I, mean, I don't know. With um with the way Russ, uh, like I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Melvin Gordon. I think so. You know, you know who else for 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 us though? Who been eating? Big Rook. Yes. Big Rook. Uh, Jelani Woods. Jelani Woods. He plus ooh, plus seven fifty. Yes. I I I think he gets in the. I think he gets in the paint. Plus seven fifty. That's not a bad bet right there. That might be worth it. They use him. He had two against two against the Chiefs, and then we didn't really use him that much. Mo Ali right. Cox. We know if he had a good game last game. Um, but I think you know those big tight ends, man. Obviously, you know they got big skill players, big receivers, big tight ends, and I don't think it's the greatest thing in the field creating separation and things like that. But once you get in that red area. Everything is bang bang. It's body position. It's you know uh, placement of the ball um, being between you and that defender. That's when these big targets become more valuable. Alec Pierce, Michael Pittman, Jelani Woods, Mo Ali Cox. So man, like that big, play, though. Them big body targets, man. You can put them anywhere on the field, bro. I know when I used to have to, and you know too, when you in the open field and you got to come down. And you got and you and you guarding a, a, a six six tight end, mm-hmm. you five ten, five eleven at best. Yeah. Okay, how much how good of a coverage you on? Sometimes it's just that just the big body, yeah. And then the catch rate is it's like it's nothing you could do. So it's like you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta use that. You gotta use yeah. that. Obviously, ball placement and everything is, is is key, but having those big body guys out there, man, you gotta you gotta use that to your advantage. That's why uh Jimmy Graham, when he was in um in New Orleans with Breeze. Yeah, obviously, Breeze was one of the quarterbacks that could put that ball wherever he like that shit was down there unguardable. Obviously, Brady with Grunt, you know, Gonzo Gonzalez, like like you said, that body, those guys, you use that body position. A lot of them got basketball backgrounds when they that tall and long paws. We gotta use them. We gotta use them, Frank. Got to. Got to. We gotta use them, Frank. Shit. We're still thinking about that pick. Man. 
Man, who y'all got tonight, man? Y'all put in the comments, man. Who y'all got? You got our Colts, man. Y'all got the Broncos. Who y'all got? Talk to us. I wonder who the public going right now. Talk to us, man. Um, we got some props. Fan door. Russell Wilson over under 231 and a half yards. I'm going over. Ryan, 230 and a half yards. You said over for Russell? I'm going over for Russ. I feel like Matt Ryan, like even though it ain't been looking great off he's been putting up numbers. Um I think he went over. 300 something last uh last game too. Let me um check his joint, but I think both both of these may hit the over. Well D Bus said he might go <clears throat> for the over on both of the quarterbacks tonight in the passer prop again. Yeah, he threw for three. Matt Ryan threw for 356 last week. Russell Wilson at 231 and a half. Matt Ryan at 230 and a half. Shout out to FanDuel Sportsbook. First sponsor, the man of man pop. Yes, sir. I'm going over that Matt Ryan. I don't know about Russ. I'm going over the Matt Ryan, though. No Jonathan Taylor. I don't see him handing the ball off a ton to Phillip Lindsay and Naheem Hines. So, yeah, give me that over. Okay. Okay. Let's go to the rushing yards. We got Melvin Gordon, <clears throat> 57 and a half. Um, Naheem Hines, 35 and a half. And Russell Wilson, 12 and a half. Woohoo! Hey, it's a couple on here I like. You like the wrestling. Don't let him get already you. Know. Don't let don't let him get you. Hey, I like the rust. Don't let Russ get you. I like Melvin Gordon. I like I like Melvin Gordon under. Yeah, I like that under. I don't think our front gonna let him come in and just run that ball down our throat. So I'm gonna go Melvin Gordon under. Stay away from Hines and Russ. I done got burnt on a on a quarterback rushing prop one too many times for my liking. No, man. They they've been they've been talking a lot, man. Russ, he's gonna he gonna move around a little bit, I feel. And yeah, they've been talking about him not moving around as much. Exactly. That's why I feel like he's gonna move around a little bit. Mr. Unlimited. Let's go to these um receiving yards. Colin Sutton at the top, 63 and a half. Jerry Judy, 52 and a half. Hey, has Jerry Judy been a little quiet this year, huh? He ain't been as loud as we we expected. Yeah. Uh, with Russ coming over, but he got a couple touchdowns. Um, he ain't been as loud as we expected. It ain't, ain't got off to the start. I mean, a bunch of things hasn't got off to the start that a lot of people expect in Denver. But um, for some reason – we like to give like quarterbacks. Like quarterbacks come in and have one of those twenty-seven for thirty-two type days against us. Mm. So well, we got to figure that out ASAP. But Man. um, Mo Ali Cox twenty and a half, Paris Campbell twenty and a half. Who you like in the pass in the passing prop? Give me Sutton. Sutton With is wide receiver yards. Yeah, every 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 week he 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 wide receiver one. So give me Sutton, uh, Pittman. I'm just concerned that they may put certain on him. So I'm gonna stay away from him because we're gonna talk about that too. Yeah, we're gonna stay away from him. But uh, what's Hines? What's Hines at? I can't see that. Twenty nine and a half. 
29. 30 yards. Does he get, does he get 30 yards in the, uh, in the Yeah, past? yeah. Let me Naheem Hines 30 yards. I might go with like an alternate receiving yard prop for him for like 25 just to feel a little bit better about it. But if we don't get him involved to that level, we ain't got a chance. Yeah, we ain't got a chance. But yeah, like you said, um, Jerry Judy has been quiet this year. Uh, yeah. Last game, four catches on five targets. Game before that, two catches on six targets. The game before that, one catch on three targets. And then the first game of the season, four catches on seven targets. He had a hundred. That was his only hundred yard game where he scored a TD. Scored a TD in the first game. Scored a TD in his last game. So on the season, eleven catches. For 183 yards, two touchdowns. So, yeah, that's that's very quiet. Very well, quiet. We're gonna see, man. We're gonna tap in. We definitely be tapped in tonight, Thursday night football. Um, our Indianapolis Colts at the Denver Broncos. We need our coach to bounce back, man. Get back on. two, two, and one. Big game, big game for our coach, man. We just you just mentioned somebody, um, Patrick Sertain. Um, and you had a I think you well, it was on Twitter. What's that? You said that Patrick Sertain might be the best cornerback in the league right now. Um he's putting in some work, you know, his second year, but he he definitely does not look like a second-year player when he's out there. Um, yeah. I know he broke on a broke on something with Devontae Adams, a comeback was right was on. Here. Yeah, it was 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 in him, man. So just you know, talk about him, man. Like what, what have you seen for you to make that um to, to have that take on him as far as being the best, the best corner in the league right now? Obviously, it's a lot of a lot of good corners out there that's playing. Yeah. Some good ball, Darius Slay, um, is just one of the names that really pop up. But talk about that. Yeah. Um, well, for him, like you said, he's not looking like a second year corner. And last year, he damn sure didn't look like a rookie, which is expected. You know, his pops, uh, Pastor Tane, legend, Miami Dolphins at the cornerback position, coached him up um, through high school and then sent him off to Nick Saban to, uh, continue to you know obviously Nick Saban obviously been around DBs forever so um he and he came in as just super polished like his game fundamentally sound technique sound at the line of scrimmage in his press and his off patient in his back pedal big guy 6'2 200 plus um can still run 4'3 speed so literally everything you want at the cornerback position uh, you know, he can do. And not only do, he can do it at a high level. He plays on, you play man, you can tackle, you can cover. So uh, he's in that conversation. I'm not just going to say hands down, best guy. Um, but if anybody says, like, Casey Hayward put out a tweet, hey, I'm going to say it right now, pass or the best corner in the league. Shit. Yeah. That ain't something I, it's hard to argue with at this point now. The other guy that I'll put in that conversation, Darius Slay. He's been having a phenomenal uh, year, you know, and already has had a phenomenal career. Trevon Diggs. He's off to a tremendous start with his career, and he's only getting better. He's still young at that cornerback position. I think it's only his fourth or fifth year playing the position overall. 
you know, college included. So um, what he does coverage-wise and ball skill-wise separates Trevon Diggs. And you still got Jalen Ramsey, um, who, who you know, people have been talking a bunch of shit about him from this last game because of the missed tackle. But that whole game, I don't think the 49ers targeted him in coverage. And it's a reason for that. So it's a lot of guys that's doing it on a high level. So it's always subjective when you're talking about somebody being the best at a position. Yeah. But Sertain is most definitely already in his second year um, you know, in that conversation, for sure. Nah, nah, he's he's been playing some good ball, man. You talked about <clears throat> Trayvon Diggs. You had some takes on him as well, where it was a lot of people talking about Diggs. Um, mm-hmm. You know, coming off of the huge year he had last year, um, leading the league in interceptions, and just a lot of talk about you know coming in and you heard like oh some you know he's he's on some games, he's off some games, yeah. but it's just his style of play. You know, he's a very aggressive. Um, corner, and when you're dealing with those type of corners, you got to live and die with that because, as and you know, and we talked about it uh, a while back, just as far as what type of corner we want, you know what I mean, a shutdown corner or one of those aggressive corners that goes goes and gets you the ball, and that's what you got in Trayvon Diggs, and you said here, Trayvon Diggs playing really good ball this year, whole lot of exports on cornerback play have been pretty quiet when it comes to seventh play so far this season, yeah. and um, shit, week four, Shit, he had one one catch allowed, two forced incompletions, one interception, and zero pass mm-hmm. rating. That's that's coming from PFF. Um, and and to your point, man, he hasn't played the position for long. You know, as we all know, he was a receiver going to um Alabama, and yep. he got converted over to the cornerback position. I think that's paid true dividends, big dividends for him. Um, just with the ball skills, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. The he had last week was a not gonna say you know all all corners DBs probably wouldn't have made that catch you know <laughs> but um what he's been able to do along with that Dallas um defense and again he's just gonna continue to get better as he gets more reps he sees more formations he sees yep. just different things as far as playing the game above the shoulders because physically he has all the ability so he can just play the game above the hand from a cornerback position man like it's the sky's the limit for him. When you got that talent, th- that confidence, and then the people around you to kind of help mold you into that player because we see a lot of great players, super talented players coming to the league. Oh, shit, sometimes even going to college but coming to the league and they just not putting that right environment to thrive. So you see, you're like, damn, what happened to him? Like, he, like I thought he was going to be nice. He should have been – uh, whatever, and a lot of times it's what's around him, not only on the field, but off the field too. How you manage yourself as a pro, and you look at Trevon Diggs, another example of that, you know, having his big brother who played a huge role in, in kind of, you know, help raise him, um, showing him those ropes with, with Stephon Diggs, who, who's been a, you know, pro bowl, all pro player um, on and off the field. So to have that person to look up to and help, you know, just be able to watch him and see how he does things. Also going to Alabama, that's pretty much a pro factory at this point. So, um, and then now in 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 Dallas with Dan Quinn and, and surrounded by other really, really, really good football players. So um the sky's the limit for these young guys. Sauce Garden is another young corner as a rookie that looks really good um early on. Um Tariq Woolen out there in Seattle, uh came from a smaller school, tall fast as hell, but he's making plays. So, love to see these young guys coming in and playing at a high, high level um, early. Love to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I love it. I love it, man. Y'all put some questions in the chat, man, before we get up out of here. Um, yes, sir. Was, um, have you ever been involved with one of these? I know I did. And it was it was in yeah, it was in in San Fran. Matter of fact. What's that? Um, fan filed a police report over the tackle with Bobby Wagner. Um tackled a fan. Blasted his uh He could have really rocked his helmet. He put his helmet to the side. He could have really rocked this shit and chin checked his ass. He really could have. You ever been in um in a game with a fan running on the field? Ah, damn. I don't know. I don't think. I don't know. I remember a squirrel. (laughs) Why you hit him, cuz? Man. Should have hit him in his hit him in his chest. You gave him five? Hell no, nah, he gave that motherfucker no five. <laughs> yeah, man. These these dudes, see, he looked like he was I don't know what he was doing, but you know, or every, something. I'm trying to figure out what the number what the yeah, number yeah. was. Nine two five. What his telephone number? Might be him. Might be his phone number. Probably a bet. Probably just out there fried. Um, <laughs> Definitely fried. <laughs> but uh, the other person. I think I, it was something with animal rights. They were protesting. But when you when you jump on the field with football, that's just one of those situations where, you know, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Like, you on the, you on the football field, you ran, you running towards the sideline at that. Like, with a damn smoke bomb in your hand. Like, as crazy as the world is, you don't know what the hell going on at that point. You know, Bobby Wag, the Rams, they don't know what's going on. You got a man who has obviously eluded security and has a foreign object in his hand. It was uh, Bobby Ragnar and one of his teammates, so I'm not sure the team, I think it was number 50. But they yeah. were kind of going to, you know, I guess get him down the ground. Because I don't know if you saw the video or not, but one of the security guards in the back blew his damn knee out. <laughs> no, <laughs> <I ain't> <laughs> <see> that. <laughs> like dead ass blew his knee out. Damn. Trying to chase the dude, so... Uh, you know, it, you you know, you don't really know what you're gonna do in that situation. Obviously, you had the guy; he was just running on the field. You like, all right, you're gonna let the security do his thing. You're just gonna stand there. Um, but Bobby Ray's like, shit, I'm about to knock this. And he, they was already getting their ass whooped, getting ran. San Fran was running the ball down their throat, so he said, all right, I'm about to pop these pads on him. But I don't think the, the lawsuit gonna go anywhere. I'm sure he broke some kind of rules, some kind of laws. So Bobby Wag should be good. That shit crazy, man. Yeah, man, we got uh, them yellow jackets, man. Typically, that's what that's what color jacket they be right, we wearing, right? The security yellow jackets. Yeah, we got to put them over in a yearly combine or something. Some you got at least give me a hundred yards, man. You got to give me one hundred yards. We got we need some type of agility drills or something. Short, give me a short shuttle. Shit, man. Yeah, that would be that would be you know they probably don't be taking care of them or paying them like that, so they probably. Man. But you know, for them, it's like right, I go out here, I can go to the game, I can give me a little bit of extra cash. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, hopefully, don't nothing too crazy happen at the game. Hopefully, nobody act up, man. But yeah. uh, they probably well, yeah, see my man run on the field like, man, shit. We we got to do. See, that's one thing getting on the field. But this dude got in with a whole canister, like, and obviously that can be anything in there. So. We got a, uh, on a more serious note, NFL and other places that you got 
50, 60, 70,000 people in there. We got to be more secure than that, man. We, yeah. we, we, we got to be not only just talking about protecting the players, but the people, you know, in those stands, yeah. man. But yeah, no doubt. Shout out hey, to Bobby Wags. Couple questions, man, before we get up out of here. Kenny Pickett been named the starter. What does Kenny Pickett do this weekend for the Pittsburgh Steelers? Who they got this week? I know who they're playing to. Pittsburgh is playing the – nope, I don't know. I did know. I think Kenny Pickett, man, he going – I like what I saw from the kid, though. He made, he made some – he made some – some bad decision. That one um Bill. that picked you through the to <laughs> that picked you through to Mooth. Uh that picky through the Mooth was a bad decision. But the one to Claypool, that should have been caught by Claypool. And then he oh, threw wow. another pick, which was on a Hail Mary. Um, but I think I think Pig gonna be all right. You said he should have been a starter from day one. Um, I didn't mind them giving Mitch a run at it, giving them a go at it. But this is who you're invested in. This is who you know, Ben, that he played in Pitt his college career. I think he built for this job, man. I think Pickett is going to be the quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm calling it right now. He's going to be their quarterback for the next decade plus. He just seems like a, he just seems like a Steelers quarterback. Like that's he looks like he. I think he'll. I think he's gonna be good, man. What you, what's your thoughts on? I know he's gonna have a tough task this weekend with Leslie Frazier and this Buffalo Bills defense. Nah, he definitely have a tough task this uh this week. But yeah, man, I called it. Um, I said it. I just thought that it was just right. You know, it's not and you you, you don't ever want to go with the feel-good story, but I just felt like it was one of them stories, you know, went to pit and then just his his play, and then he played. Fairly well in the preseason. You know, yep. I think that's why it was a tough decision on, okay, do we go with Mitch? Do we go with the young guy? Um, but I think he's going to be, like you said, I think he's going to be their quarterback. I think they might have found their quarterback uh, for the future. Fell, fell into their lap, man. This is, I, I want to say I saw this somewhere, and this is why I knew who they played. This the They're 14-point underdogs this uh, this Sunday. And I, I think it's the first time the Steelers have been a 14-point underdog, maybe since, like, the merger or some crazy shit like that. 14 points. You taking that? I'm, ta- I'm taking Steelers plus 14. You taking Steelers? They are right now, yeah. I think I think they cover plus 14. Now, Minka, Minka may be out. He's managing the knee injury. Obviously, T.J. Watt's out, but – Hey, you, you – hey, you. <laughs> I need I need Mink in there. I need Mink in there to take this plus. Hey, that shit might get ugly, bro. This could be the Bills game where they come out pissed off, make a statement. But uh, that shit might be. They might put forty plus up on Sunday. If three nine out there, give me the Steelers plus fourteen. First four, yeah. Give me the Steelers plus four, plus fourteen. All right, all right. We got a question from Dakota West. At the man to man pod, I haven't watched or listened to all episodes. You got some catching up to do, Dakota. Yeah, so not sure if you have ever named five athletes from the NFL you think can thrive in the NBA and five NBA players you think could handle the NFL. So, first off, mm-hmm. this is what I'm gonna say I don't, it might not be five Thanks. NBA players that could handle the NFL. 
And vice versa. And vice versa. Yeah. So you're right. So I, I I'm mm -hmm. a I'm a big believer in we gotta respect the crab. <laughs> we gotta respect the crab as 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 good as guys may think that they they are in LA fitness mm -hmm. or whatever that plays in the league. It's a it's a different animal when you're going up against LeBron <laughs> or Melo, Anthony Davis, or Kawhi. Leonard. You know, it's a it's a it's a different animal. And yeah, shit, even that seventh, eighth motherfucker on the bench. Shit, the last motherfucker on the bench. Yeah. For real, for real. Um, and vice versa. Like, you know, you seen when Draymond Green uh suited up at Michigan State. Like <laughs> That shit, that shit, that shit is different. You know what I'm saying? So again, we just gotta respect, respect the crap. But for the sake of the question, if give if one, uh, let's, let's give one. In the NBA to the NBA to the NFL, I mean, I would have said um, maybe Nate Robinson. Nate Rob, okay. He's retired. Hey, yeah. I mean, right now, I mean, that's currently playing. I don't know the history. I mean, LeBron, shit. Yeah. Athleticism. He played in high school. You know what I mean? I, I would have probably went with a, a prime Russ. A prime Russ? Prime Russell Westbrook. See him been a while out of safety or something. He could have did something. And that, that's the thing, too, is like if the question is, if guys made a different decision in high school and said, I'm going to go this way, I'm going to go the football route or I'm going to go the basketball route or baseball, whatever, that's a different conversation. But from that time until now, all those, you know, those 10,000 plus hours that have been put in, like that's, that's crafting. That's, that's, you know, fundamental. That's off season work, trying to get specifically better on something basketball, that's skill work. So um, you don't just make that up. Now you, you do have some freak athletes, uh, like prime Randy Moss, I think if you you know you put him in a in a off season or two, yeah, he can go out there and, and play a two guard. I think um, in his prime, but they that's tough. Julius Peppers for sure. Yeah, Pep. But see, Pep Pep was what by six 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 five. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so but it's <laughs> <laughs> all right. You got Pep out there, Demar Derozan. All right, <laughs> that's. <laughs> All right, pal, that should sound good. Hey, you know what I'm saying? He could have been like a uh, you know, Drake going there, big body, get some rebounds, get some get some boards, get some rebounds and shit. Yeah. Um but yeah, it'd be disrespecting the craft. Yeah, but that's 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 a tough one. You gotta gotta respect the craft. But again. All right, man. Another show for y'all, the man to man pop. We appreciate y'all for tapping in. Again, shout out to FanDuel <clears throat> Sportsbook, official sponsor of the Man to Man Pod. Y'all tap into the game tonight. Indianapolis Colts, Denver Broncos. Uh, we're gonna have our graphics up and let y'all know who we got to have who we have in tonight's game. D Buck going with the Colts. I'm still right for right now. For right now. Right now. But right now, so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna pull it. Hey, y'all wait for my pick too. I wait for my pick too. So, y'all take that, man. Y'all have a good, good Thursday. Y'all tap in Saturday on the pick show where we give y'all our picks for Sundays and Mondays matchup. Do what y'all want with them. Use them as a cheat sheet. 
you got the buck. That's it, man. See y'all Saturday. Y'all tap in Saturday for the pick show, man. Then we see y'all live again on Monday. Peace. Go. Yeah.